Utah fans, welcome to the Utah Football Fans Podcast, and Happy New Year. We Happy are, New Year. We're in a new year. I'm Bryn Whitchurch. I'm here with Gary Axmith and James Russin. And it is a new year, but we are going to give our final thoughts of the 2019 Utah football season. And yes, it may not have ended the way we had originally hoped for, but we're going to go through the whole season, and it was an awesome season. It was. It's good to be back. It's been, a, uh, I don't know, it's been a few weeks. We took some time off, some holiday time. Ga- gained a few pounds, maybe. No, maybe I'm, you I'm did. Good. I didn't. I'm good. I'm right where I was. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm good. I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the Himalayan. <laughs> what is that? We've thing, got by the, the way. Himalayan salt lamp. It's, it's It sends out vibes, man. It cleans the air. It's soothing. Man, and it's it's like soothes the mood. Is that what that is? Yeah. Can't you feel it? I can. I walked in here and I was like, wow, I feel so mellow. And I'm so calm. And controlled. We're going to change the style of this podcast. So I suggest you, so some of you Ute fans that I've seen all over <laughs> social media. Get please, one of these. Go please buy a Himalayan salt lamp. It will do you good. You need to soothe your soul. I hope that in this new year that many of you have now stepped back from the cliff. Oh. <laughs> That you're not ready to jump off, although I think there's still a few of you out there. I, I think hope some actually there, jumped. There maybe they, yeah, maybe some people have gone over the cliff. I hope you've come back. I'm just, I'm of the. How about some perspective? You alluded to it, Bryn. Yeah. Do we wish it ended differently? Absolutely. Yes. However, let's have the perspective, people. Perspective. Um, my view is this. I don't know what you think. I think it was a. A good season. We had a good season this year. Not great. It, the, it was the possibility was there, but it was still a very good season. We had 11 wins. 11 wins and only one loss in the Pac-12. As far as the season goes, not talking about the championship game, but in the season we only had one loss. Ended up the South champion for the second year in a row and went to the championship game. To all Ute fans, can you do you remember the days when we were not in the league that whenever a Pac-10 team would come into the stadium and we played them, and that if we beat them, it was like the it was the biggest the, deal ever, yeah. the biggest freaking win of the year. Even if that team sucked, yeah, yeah. yeah. The team would have, could have been Terrell, could have been UCLA, and they had three wins, but that baby was packed because it was a Pac-12 Pac- team. Pac-10 10 team. team, and it was, that was the game of the year. Yeah, yeah, and and we beat them, and we thought we were so hot. Yep. Um, what was it? Just a couple of years ago, I I only bring this up as an example. I, it was sort of against my policy to mention the Zubies, <laughs> but do you remember when the Zubies played Arizona at at the early in the season, and they mm-hmm. beat them? Uh-huh. Arizona sucked. Yeah, but yeah. the Zoobs thought they'd won the national championship. Well, well they oh, always do, which they always do. But the point is, now we have a season where we lost one regular season game in the whole league. It's just about perspective where we've come. I'm telling you, um, I look at it as that we had a good season. I agree. It was a really, really good season. I mean, it ended crappy, and you got this bitter taste in your mouth. And what really sucks is, yeah. You know, usually during the season, you'll you'll lose. We, you know, lost to USC. Well, then you had eight more games left to 
you know, get back and happy and all that sort of stuff. It doesn't happen now. It's over. And now I got to wait till April for there to be any kind of football. <laughs> so that part really does suck. But man, it was a, it was a fun season. I've had to look it at fun, it man. with perspective and go, okay, yeah, the Oregon game was what it, it was. It was, man. The Texas game, nobody wanted to be there, including the players. So it was what it was. But freak, man, go back and think of the hype that was when Cal came to town and Arizona State came to town. How exciting it was when we got you know beat Colorado and all UCLA and thumped them. It was it was a really fun fun season. Well, okay, and well we yeah, go ahead, Brian. We accomplished our goal, which every year the team's goal is to win the South, and we did. They don't. And I it's know steps. That's yeah. I I get that. Once we won that, then of course our goal is to win the whole Pac-12, and we didn't. But the season as a whole, we accomplished what we set out to accomplish. Oh, a lot of great stuff. And I don't I don't know necessarily agree with that. I think that yeah, but you we won have. The South. I know, but you have to win the South to get to your. Their actual goal was to win the Pac-12. Well, I that, the, I, the, I know that, but I understand what you're saying. But winning the South is. They should go into the season every year expecting to win the South, especially this last year. Which I think you did. guys are both saying the same thing because it's to win the championship, which goes to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. But the way Witt usually says it, it is the first goal. The only is, way you get there is you got to take care of the South. Yeah. And right. so they look about they look at how are we going to take care of the South and how that's all playing out. They could care less about the North. Right. So if you win it, then anyway. Well, let me just. Uh, just touch on the Alamo Bowl, because honestly... Just touch it, Gary. I'm just touch and I'm go. I'm just going to touch on This is what I think about it. You can tell me uh, what you guys think. In, in some ways, when I, t- when I say the Alamo Bowl, I say so freaking what, <laughs> to be honest with you. Because look, this particular season, uh, we did not play this season to make the Alamo Bowl. And none of our players played this season to make the Alamo Bowl or to make just go to a bowl game. No. This isn't the Zuby. We're not Zoobs. <laughs> Who the, the, that was not the intent. Game. The yeah. intent Hawaii. of this season and this team was, yes, win the South, but go to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. And then, but as the season played out, all of a sudden... The college football playoff was right yeah, there. The goals became much bigger. It became bigger, and we were one game away. And, uh, I mean, that's big time. That is the big time. And then you lose. And what's the, and then what's the consolation? You get to go to the Alamo Bowl and play a non-ranked team in Texas who is 7-5. and five. So think about yourselves. Mm-hmm. And all you other fans out there, think about what you thought. I, I had a major letdown. I could have honestly cared less emotionally mm-hmm. once we lost to Oregon and we're not going to one of those other massive bowls. I didn't give a crap. Well, especially because you look at it and it's like, first of all, it was a road game because where they played the game was an hour and a half from yeah, it Texas. From, it was a Texas home game. okay. And Texas is looking at this going, freak, man, we can beat the number... Yeah, eleven team in the country, and Utah's going. We don't freaking care. So yeah, see yeah. the way you feel about that. I imagine the players feel. Think about the letdown they had. Absolutely, I could. I'm, I could either be going to freaking Georgia to play LSU, LSU, or 
oh, I got to go play Texas now, who I, I have in San Antonio. In San Antonio. Big freaking deal. That's all. I, so yeah. for me, I get that, okay, they had some time. Let's get our emotions together. Let's go play. Should they get it together and play? And I, I, I guess so, but I understand why we, we laid one and didn't look good. I mean, emotionally. Well, we, I, we never had energy. That's how I felt yeah. watching the game. It just never, like you're saying, we just kind of looked like we were just there. We were just going through the motions. Yeah. We weren't. And yes, watching that was frustrating in the moment when I was watching that. Now that I think about it, I mean, you're right. And Huntley. He said it. He said it. I don't think, I think he was trying to say, you know, we didn't really play well because we didn't prepare for it the way we should have. They just kind of took it as a vacation. And I also feel like I'm just going to go on a rant for just a second. Go I, away, rant go. away, baby. I think bowl games are ridiculous. Who cares about the Alamo Bowl? And no one. why? So because of this stupid bowl game, and there's a million of them, not just this one. Oh, yeah. Where all of our team, all of our personnel have to fly to Texas on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So an entire week before the game even is going to be played, on Christmas Day, you're leaving your family, you're leaving everything to fly to Texas because you have to go to these promotional events for a week for a stupid bowl game that means nothing. Means absolutely nothing to the... Yeah. If you're playing in one of the six and the playoffs, I get it. That stuff, go for it. But these meaningless bowl games that just ask so much of everybody, the staff, everybody. Well, I think that I saw the... the um the athletic trainers, not the trainers, oh. the equipment staff. Yeah. They left, like, I think they left before Christmas yeah, to they get had to. all the gear, all the helmets and jerseys and crap out there. They had to leave before. And it, you're right. It's a meaningless well, that's, game. That's There's the too thing many is bowl games. You So we, as just a regular fan, you might go, oh, well, it's just the players and the coaches. No, 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 no. The ticket office staff had to go mm-hmm. on Christmas Day. All the athletic personnel and staff, they all have to leave their families and go be in Texas for a week. For what? To play an unranked 7-5 and five Texas team. So that's why I get it. I mean, that's, yeah. that's why I get it. How, so t- how many ticket sales <laughs> with, the, well, with Muss, roughly, you think? Twelve. <laughs> it was less than that. It was terrible. Are you serious? Yeah. I that mean, just shows the, the, it, that's it what I'm talking about. I don't about. blame them. That's the th- I don't that's blame them. That's what I'm them. talking about. I, I no. had no interest in going at all. There was no excitement. And, you know, the the way the ticket office works <laughs> is they set out those buy your bowl game tickets early, pre-order stuff. Yeah. And they had a really high number because of the way our season was going. And right. then yep. that let down, it just, it dropped by over half. Well, yeah, I mean, we had our we had our rooms in in Pasadena, yes, baby. Yes, we did. I had, I had everything rolled out. Right, I, All I had to do was hit submit. But then you're going to nothingness bowl. No way. So that's, but you know, if, so if you are, switch it around, say you're, te- say Utah was Texas, say Utah was seven and five, was invited to the Alamo Bowl, and that we got to play Texas, who was ranked 11 in one game away. You from, would be so you'd jacked. You'd be jacked to play. See, Absolutely. that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I, so I understand the flop that we gave. I'm not giving, I'm not making any excuses, but come on, no. Ute fans. Well, and understand, you know, understand. I mean, you look at it, we have, and I don't know that this is the case, but 
We've got a lot of seniors who are looking to take the next level in mm-hmm. their career. We saw that Jalen Johnson decided to opt out and not play. And you know what? I'm not I don't gonna, blame I'm not going to fault him for that. And you don't know. Maybe some of these other guys played a little bit more timid because they don't want to screw their careers for the rest of their lives. I don't know. I don't know. But again, it. what were they playing for? They're not playing for anything at that point. So Anyway... That's my thoughts, our thoughts on the Alamo Bowl. Let's remember some, Let's remember this season now. Let's make some. Yeah, let's move. Let's past talk that. about some cool stuff. So let's start here. <laughs> the Utes were ranked number five people in the country. In the freaking <laughs> country, that's uh-huh. insane. Number five, we rose. To right there, and if we beat Oregon, we are in the college football playoff. That is an accomplishment. Yeah, you can't throw that in the garbage and discount that. At that moment, we were there. That is uh, well, and Whittingham said this in the post game after the Alamo Bowl. You know, this season is our best season compared to our other two perfect seasons, and he reminded everyone that in those two thousand four, two thousand eight. We were in the Mountain West Conference. Right, where <laughs> so you could play half-heartedly and still beat Wyoming by 40 points. Exactly. So the fact that we did that this year in a Pac-12 conference, that is stacked. Lost one game all freaking regular season. to the a first w- The first game on the road against a team who is nothing but four and five stars recruits. Yeah. I'm uh, Look. And then yeah. we had to win out. And then we had to win out, and they did. And they did. So come on, man. And, and just the hype... I, it's impressive. It's impressive. Number five. We number five. Number five. That's you got to put that in perspective, and, and rightfully so. They earned number five. Right. Let's just remember some. Let, so let's remember some of these games this year, people. Uh, first game out of the block, Zubyville. We went <laughs> down to the we, Zubes. We threw the ball like four times all game, and we kicked the snot out of the rival. Again, dominated. <laughs> that was our word of the year. That was so beautiful. Can't you, can you not see in your mind, Ute fans, Francis Bernard picking off oh, Little Willie little and Willie. scoring a touchdown? That was still one of my favorite moments of the year. Don't probably. you remember a nine minutes? The, running the ball? Taking the clock out and just ramming it down their their throats. Yeah, that was a, that was a good moment. Um, you already mentioned the USC game. A few freak plays. Okay. We had to win out from that day on. If we were going to win the, if we were going to win the South, we had to go undefeated. We did, which is a fantastic accomplishment. But remember Washington State coming in; they were ranked. We were th- they were ranked, huh? Or this high power offense. The they're going to, you know, and we killed them. 38-13. Yeah, the week before, their quarterback had thrown for nine touchdowns <laughs> yeah. in yeah, a that's game. Right. And then uh, we're next. And then we're next. I, I was watching that UCLA game going, holy crap, this is this is crazy. No one can stop these guys. He threw for one touchdown in the first quarter. Didn't do anything the rest of the game. Blew them out. <laughs> Blew them out. This, this, this offense. And then, of course, Oregon State sucked. But we went up to Oregon and oh, <laughs> 52-7. Okay. We get Arizona State. Ranked. That was a big game. This was that was a remember Arizona State. It it was they had the chance, you know, still to win the South. It was all up to them. They came in here and uh, we we shut them down. Uh, 
Cal, 35 nothing. First shutout in, that we've <laughs> ever had in the Pac-12, that game. That's right. And then we go to Washington. It's a big game. Washington was a good football team. Oh, yeah. They're, they weren't as big, you know, as good as they have been. That was a fun game. But we got down 14-3 to three in that game. In con- back. See, in conference, they were 5-1. and Is that right? 5-1? and one? Lost to Oregon. Yeah. Huh. Whatever. But we went to Washington, not an easy game, and we took them out. Killed UCLA. <laughs> Killed UCLA. <laughs> I, I love beating UCLA. I do, too. I, uh, I will forever and always love beating UCLA. Arizona. Yeah, we killed them. Colorado, who had given some good teams a run for their money. They should have beat USC. Yeah, that's the. They, they should have beat. They, 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 they should have taken. Mm-hmm. So Colorado comes in, and we killed them. That's the season, people. It, uh, we win the South, and we come up against Oregon, and it is what it is. It's and what don't happened. make any mistake about it. I watched Oregon play Wisconsin. Yeah, Oregon's a f- freaking good. good team. I didn't going into the year. I didn't know much about Oregon. I didn't think they'd be this good. Oregon is a really, really good football team. They've got NFL guys all over the place. So it, it's not like this, we lost to a crappy Cal team without, you know. No. Oregon, Oregon, freaking no, Oregon. They're good. Who could have been ranked number four in the country. Because Wisconsin's good, man. Yeah, Wisconsin is good. So looking through that, do you have a favorite play of the season man, that you can I think don't of? Know, it's all, I know. I, I was going through, I was... It is, that's hard. A favorite play? Yeah, probably my favorite moment of the season when when Moss broke the record. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Um, really happy for the guy. I mean, he came came here, and we've talked about you know the trio at nauseum on this podcast. But he comes here out of Miami. He had committed to Miami, mm-hmm. decommits, comes to Utah, and goes out and and breaks the all time record. And he's our just best running back ever. Ever. And and just the fact he could do it at home on a touchdown in front of the home fans and beat Arizona State in in the process, well, pretty cool moment. My favorite game was the Washington game, just because of beating Chris freaking Peterson. Yeah, that guy seemed to have our number. He did. Well, so my favorite, I think, the one that stands out to me is the Jalen Johnson pick six from the Washington game. That because yeah, that's true. That's a good one. So I was there. And up oh, to that, good for you. I'm so, so lucky. Freaking da. Um, I was up there, and you know, you're watching that game, and we'd had some turnovers, and it was just not going our way. And I kind of had just stopped watching at that point, to be honest. You know, you just kind of, well, I guess it's over in my pessimistic attitude. But then all of a sudden, pick six, runs that changed it in, the and game. It changed the whole game. It was huge. It was huge. So that one kind, of, that one stands out to me because I think Washington was our toughest game of the season. I don't know. I can't remember, honestly. I, I All the a play that comes to mind, though, is, and I can't, which game was it? When um, Blackman made that one-on-one tackle because it's kind of right in front of us. Oh, yeah. It was that was big, Washington State, I think wasn't it? it? I, I, I think that's right. But it was a big, at, at the time, I'm not sure if that's right. All I remember is we were leading, but it stopped them. And it was just him. It doesn't feel like Washington State because no, we killed them. No, it wasn't them. Washington State. Was but I know the player talking about on the goal line. Mm-hmm. It was one on one. One on one. I gotta freaking look it Someone's up. Someone's gonna Gary. need to. Yeah. Come on, if this was live, someone could call in and tell yeah, us. But you need to comment not, on our. Podcast. I don't know. I just I, it was right there. Yeah, we comment. A, tell me. 
We had a great view of it. Yeah. And I thought thought to myself, wow, that was a big play, and that's not easy to do. Was it Arizona State? Which, no, it wasn't Arizona State. But what it showed, what it kind of (laughs) is representative of me is kind of how our defense was. They were tough, man. They were tough. Okay, our defense this year was the best defense I've ever seen out of a Utah defense. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you just go through it, and it's unbelievable. The amount of talent that was on this team that we were able to enjoy that are now going to be drafted in the first four rounds of the NFL draft next year. It's outstanding. It's pretty, It's it's great. So, uh, the Utes, points per game, we averaged... 32 points per game, and allowed the opponents 15 points a game. That was the season average. As far as rushing yards per game, the Utes rushed for 201 yards a game and allowed the opponents 81 yards. (laughs) Not bad. Okay, perspective, perspective. Going to what you just said, our defense, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. This is the whole season, all these teams. And no, they're not pansy teams that we're playing no um passing the average per game 227 we allowed 187 under 200 yards in the defense but still 227 and let's you know Huntley his QBR was in the top top three all year he pretty was much. He, the top his percentage is way up there he had a fantastic season um average yards per game the Utes averaged 429, and the opponents 269. Um, those are some great numbers. By the way, it was Washington State. I just found it. It, it was? Washington State. Uh, they were going in to score, and uh-huh. it was 31 to 13 at the time. It doesn't feel right, because they don't ever run okay, the ball. Okay, well, Bryn, it wasn't a run. It was a little swing pass. So it was, uh, But it was one-on-one, so this guy, go, it's, it could become all... No, I don't s- need the video, nope, but... it's all right. I've already got it. Okay. Yeah, it was one-on-one, and Blackman read it, but that's not easy... I think it's their their main guy. Well, it was number twenty five, who was a shifty little, yeah. Anyway, fella, it was a great play. As far as defense, uh, our leading tackler this year is. That's not the one I was no, thinking. No, it's this of. one right here, oh. Bryn. <laughs> Good grief! Fourth and goal. Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay, See, Washington right. State. Yes, he's right for the well, first right time there. Of ever. Right. For the first, <laughs> hey, I said it beforehand as <laughs> well. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Moving on. Moving anyway, on, moving on. Gary Devin Lloyd. He was our leading tackler. Leading tackler in the season. For a guy who wasn't even supposed to play this wasn't year. Even, yeah, wasn't supposed to start. And thank heavens, because he's coming back Jeez. next year. Like one of only two guys on the entire defense we got coming back. Yeah. Bernard, Fran- <laughs> Bernard Francis? Bernard Francis. <laughs> Francis Bernard was second with 85 tackles. Terrell Burgess, third. Julian Blackman. Converted corner. Then Javelin Guidry. Then Mike Tafua, and then Bradley and I. That's leading tacklers. Um, some great, great players we've been able to uh, enjoy. Yep. Um, Coach Whittingham. Coach Praise Whit. Coach Whittingham. Fire him! Nope. Just for all you losers, and you deserve to be called losers and hacks, and I don't (laughs) care what I'm going to say about you. All you on social media are are criticizing Wit and how crappy he is, and fire fire everybody, including him. Okay, geniuses, if you're so smart, 
Coach Witt was the Pac-12 Coach of the Year. It doesn't matter, Gary. The Pac-12 Coach of the Year, fire him. He must suck. <laughs> Is that dumb enough for you? It's so stupid. What kind of expectations do you have in life? Yeah. What, what? These are guys that coach their 11-year-old sons on Little League football. And go 0-12, probably. And think that they... Pack 12 coach of the year. Think of the coaches in this freaking league, man. Uh, I hate to bring this up. Do it. Because I I hate bringing up the Zubies, but... Don't bring them up. It makes me vomit just thinking about it. Okay, well, there's... Bring them up. There's a certain coach <laughs> who I will not name, but had decent seasons every year, and they decided to fire him. Well, that's not exactly how it went down. They wanted to fire him, so he well, took another job. To Dinko? Dinko. Yeah. But what I'm saying is yeah. he had good Roscoe. records, Roscoe. Yeah, he was winning 10 games every exactly. year. Exactly, and yet people were outraged, and, and then he left. And now they're winning seven games every <laughs> year. So. Now, so the grass is not always greener, people. Whittingham well is the shiz. <laughs> I will not swear. He's but the he, shit, Bryn. Yeah, what well, he so, said. <laughs> yeah, all you people that I just Brand, just can't. fill, fill oh, the yeah. Himalayan. Oh, I need the Himalayan. Fill salt. the Himalayan but, okay, salt. What, what's your what's their backup plan? Everybody that wants to fire. What are we gonna? What, what's your He's plan? The freaking Pac twelve. He's the Pac twelve coach of the year. And he won another freaking award. What was the other okay, award? The he other won? award's called the. It's an it's a national award. It's called the Dodd Award. The Dodd Trophy. The Dodd Trophy, which honors the coach in the nation. Uh, who has a successful season on the field, but it equally as important is the importance of academic excellence and then also to give back to the community. You put all those things together. That's the Also oh, d- he beat out uh, everybody else. Everybody else? <laughs> Everyone in the country. Oh, Nick Saban, he beat he beat out. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. But, oh yeah. Oh. But he was in the running for the actual national national coach, coach of the year. He didn't win it. The the the, the guy from LSU or um Orgeron. Or, Orgeron. Okay, yeah. Um, I get it. I get that. I get it. <laughs> but let's fire. The, let's the, let's the fire. Way, let's can fire. Can we just all admit how hysterical it is that Ed Orgeron could have been the head coach of USC and USC was like, nah, let's not hire him. And now he's in the freaking <laughs> national championship game with the head with the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. I want LSU to win the national championship. Let's go just off. For let's that. go off on that. You just made a point there. Let's just go off onto this tangent. Brent, I made a good point. Good job. Here's, let's go. Way to go. <laughs> Helton is coming back to USC. Oh, I love it. What do you think about I don't know. that? I love it. I love it. It's now, stupid. look, I, I know he just beat us, but no. <laughs> uh, I love it. I think it's phenomenal for Utah. Oh, it's they so just had the worst. They just had the worst recruiting class that USC has ever had. The guy can't recruit. Can't freaking. Well, yeah. Uh, okay. It's, it's USC, it's, dude. It's great for us, but it's. As a school and a program, it's asinine. What's going on? I, I, That's I, what I'm saying. For us, it's amazing. For USC, what are they thinking? Yeah, I, I can't. I still can't believe. You know that what I think happened? Honestly, I truly believe that they went and tried to get Herb. And I don't. Honestly, I think Urban either said ne- not right now or no altogether. So they said, okay, we'll hold on to him for one more year and see. Something's going that, on, man. I think that's what happened because. You're There's telling no me way. that if you went to Urban Meyer and he said, yeah, I'll come coach for you, you're and keeping Hilton? Hilton? No way. No way. So that's what I think went down. <laughs> but the other name out there, Peterson. That's because uh, he wanted. He wants to be away for a year or whatever right. he said. He's going to do the herb where he goes away for a year. Gets and his head together he again. comes back and beats He's not done. done. No. Ooh, he, that would be scary. He's not so done. In my opinion, there's three coaches that could go to SC and would 
would be terrifying. I think, obviously, Herb and Peterson, but then the coach at Penn State, oh, oh yeah. Franklin. I did hear that. There, Franklin, and he would be a great coach out there, which would suck for us. So the, when I saw the Helton was coming back, I'm going... Sweet. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, it's good news. It's good news. It's excellent news. All right. That's well, sort of a tangent, but yeah, go on. going with Whittingham. You yeah, Witt. Coach Witt. Oh, I just love him. But um Back 12 Coach of the Year. I know when, when he won the pack. You see that picture? He's holding up a beautiful picture of Kyle Whittingham. I love how you printed that off, by the way. I had to he look printed, at it. He, he, Gary printed it's off. It's for Bryn. Bryn's over there just He's the silver blushing. fox. He printed off the... the like five or six. How much ink? I know. Is it my, my, I gotta go. I gotta go over to Staples tomorrow and get some you more. You know ink. That this is a podcast. They can't see this, right? Oh, you can't, oh yeah, they can't see this. <laughs> Look at that picture. Number five. Number five. Oh There's Lloyd. It's a cool picture. Standing think. over. Who is that? Vontez. Bon, what? No, Vontez. That. Montez. Montez. Oh, Colorado. Vontez. Montez. Threw him to the ground. Is just looking over like I just kicked your butt. That's a good picture. Well, See the, that, people? There's more, by the way. There's more pictures five. coming. I know, there's more pictures. But picture <laughs> Kyle Whittingham in your mind as I'm saying this. I always do. I, I'm so, not. I always do. <laughs> and his calves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Calves? sorry wait, my, wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute. That should be our. That's, I'm going to start a Twitter. There is. There yeah. already is. There is. Oh, is there? Wits Calves. It's, pretty, it's a good I'm follow. Behind, Go, dude. Go, I'm yeah, Gary, welcome Freak. to the I'm behind it. <laughs> Did you see Whittingham interviewed at the bowl? Yes, what the freak? And the guy asked him, how many ta- how many days straight have you worked out? Oh, yeah. That's insane, hell? man. He has worked out for over 4,000 days Wait, take a, a vacation, dude. Even when he's on vacation, he's like, gotta get my stairs in. You can, you can, sit, you know, you don't have to do it every day. He does. No, does he, he never does. get sick? It probably Even when you're sick. He's probably vomiting. Oh, my God. Doing his crossword puzzle. That's just the kind of man he is. So when he won the Pac-12 Coach of the Year, <laughs> you know, people were, how can you win if you didn't win the Pac-12? Why can't you can't win if you're not the Pac-12? Sure you can. Look. Did you see what he did, you losers? Did you see what he did? And we're going <laughs> to get to... say losers. We're going to get to some of these other awards. To all your losers, I can't say losers. <laughs> but the players that he developed this year, he absolutely 100% deserves this award because as you'll see, we're going to talk about it. A, we have so many awards postseason that we can't even list them the all. the same picture. And it's because of him. <laughs> it's the same picture. Look at, hold on though. That one is nothing but like, it's a black I know. background. I didn't realize what it was printing. <laughs> same picture. I didn't realize what it was printing. And then I look at it and it's like soaking wet, <laughs> black, all my freaking ink's gone. Oh I'm serious. I, the little, gonna... the little things coming up on the screen. Boop, your ink is out. Ink is well. Really? It's now gonna you cost you to... nine hundred dollars like to replace your bucks. Right there. <laughs> you need to frame it. Just frame it now and put it on the bunker well, wall. At this point, yeah. At this point, you better because it's worth more than some of the art in your house, probably. Yeah, yeah, looking around. My point is, he is Say a it. he is a master at developing talent and developing players, and the Dodd Trophy. Look signifies his yeah. he pushes these players to graduate and to do it with a degree that they can then go on in their lives and do something more than just play football and that is huge for these guys because football doesn't last forever so anyone who says fire Whittingham I hate you all well look at the class of the program I mean everybody in the entire nation whenever someone talks about the class of the program it's it's this the culture that Whittingham has set it is ingrained you know what you're getting when you come to utah 
You know, and I look at earlier in the season. Yeah, hold that up. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> I got. Well, I mean, we gonna say visualize. Well, yeah. Get your how Himalayan, Woody? How get your Himalayan lamp out and visualize. He's yeah. Huh? He's sixty. Yeah. Doing well. What I was gonna say. Well, he exercises is, for four thousand days in a row. When we interviewed R.J. Stanford on the podcast earlier, he's out of football now, right? But he right. came to Utah, got his degree, and now he's doing like freaking software development for the military or something. I don't even remember what he R.J.? Yeah. So these guys come here and the whole thing is, yes, you're here to play football, but get it, like you said, get a degree. That's even one thing education. that Zach Moss said that in the post game after the Alamo Bowl because someone said to him, what would you say to a kid from Florida who's looking to come here? And he said, you will develop and you'll be in an awesome football program, but you will get a college education and get a degree. I mean, think about that. A lot it's of these huge. guys probably are coming from, you see these stories where guys are like, I'm the first guy to go to college mm -hmm. for my entire family, right? These guys are coming from inner city, whatever, or I don't even know their situations, but they're right. coming to Utah to get a degree so that they can better their lives going forward. It's awesome. And it's what's a Matt... Big he, part of it. He understands yeah. that there's more to life than football. All of you social media trolls who think that it's They're social all media heroes. So there's that section. It's and more people to life. don't want to think about it, but the the influence in these young men's lives is fantastic. But for all you others that want to discount that, he is one of the nation's best coaches, and this was a great year. And you know what? The Pac-12 Coach of the Year. These people know more than. All you little league coaches and couch potatoes who watch on television and I know love everything. It. Yay, Kyle. Kyle. It's beautiful. Okay, what's the other pictures you got over okay, there? Okay, other other first of all, from our sponsors at Maverick. You, you hear that? Oh my what Oh, that's Mountain Dew. We're being sponsored by Mountain Dew. <laughs> we are. You wish. I wish, baby. That's just a shout out. Mountain Dew. Give us a call. Give us oh, a got, check, would you please? Mountain Dew, Carhartt. What <laughs> yeah. else do we oh, need? Oh, Carhartt, Maverick. man. You got some Carhartt on Carhartt right now. He got it for if you're not Christmas. wearing Carhartt, you're not cool. I'm just telling you. Well. Okay. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> Next. What is this? Just remember this year, since everyone's, you know, freaking out. Next so picture. loud. Pack 12 Offensive player of the year, guess who? Zach Moss, Utah. Absolutely. Definitely deserved. Best running back, back ever in Utah history. All of us who watched him this year got to watch one of the greatest backs in the country. And I, I watched, no, I didn't watch, I read. I can't remember which national award it was. There's so many of them now. He was one of the, on the first team All America on one. I, I don't know. There's so one of the many magazines or national polls. So or something. many of he them. He was yeah. there. I mean, this guy, Pac-12, offensive player of the year. Now some th some thought it should have been Huntley. Yeah, Huntley. In was, fact, it surprised. It surprised me. Surprised. Huntley was the first team All Pac-12 quarterback, and then Moss yeah. was the. So Ma Moss wins this. That's big. It's a big deal. Think of the talent that's in the Pac-12. Well, nice and that's picture. over another another printed another. off picture. At least that one's mostly like grays and reds. Yeah, it still took a bunch of ink. Well, he won that <laughs> over Justin Herbert, who is oh, the Pac-12 yeah. okay. god. Can I get into this real yeah, quick? Let's talk Herb. Herb. Uh, 
he <laughs> he comes out and I'm going to the NFL. And I saw mock draft that he was the fourth best quarterback on the board. No, that's how they talk about him. No way. Look, I he had flashes that was like, okay, that was a really impressive throw. But I think he threw for like five yards the entire third quarter against the Utes. I, I don't even remember. I I'm not. Imp- I was not that. Look, I get it. He just beat us. Fine. I was not impressed. Yeah, but they, it wasn't because of his throwing. I remember, it was you know, he didn't throw two hundred yards. No, it was all the running. It was the running in the the trenches that beat us. Even against Wisconsin, I watched that he, game. Did he run it, for like three? Touchdowns, two or three. Against Wisconsin? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't throw the That's ball. That's how they won. I think he had 150 yeah. yards less than. I don't than. know. I'm but not. the point is, he's the one that everybody talks about. When yeah. you talk about the Pac-12, he's the one everyone talks about. And Zach Moss is the player of the year, not him. So. So, perspective people, Zach Moss. Okay. Now we have a team. Who is this? A team photo. Team picture. Sort of. This is the... So, we'll go down the list here. <laughs> This is what we we were lucky enough to watch all season. So this is the Pac-12 first team, second team, and honorable mention. So here is the Utes on the Pac-12 first team. We had Darren Palo, of course, Zach Moss, Tyler Huntley, which you mentioned, James, Julian Blackman. Bradley and I, who is the all-time sack leader yeah, for the University the of yeah. Utah, he'll yeah. be probably Bradley and I. Lecky Fotu. He's created. Yeah, a, I'm gonna miss Lecky. He's created yeah. a whole new name for plowing someone into the ground. <laughs> the Fotu to get Fotu'd. <laughs> Lecky. He's a verb. He's been Fotu'd. He's, He's a, a verb. <laughs> He's a verb. Fotu'd him. Jalen Johnson, Francis Bernard, people. First team, first Pac-12. team, Pac twelve perspective. They're all so great. Okay, I know. And I'm gonna miss them all, like my um, sons. <laughs> you're gonna see some of these guys in the NFL. Oh, a yeah, lot absolutely. Of them. And I'm just say, second team. So that's the, that's just first team. <laughs> that's incredible. Second team, Keithy, John Penasini. Penasini very well could is going to NFL. Yeah. That second team. And Keithy's well. coming back, and by Keithy's the way. A, yes. What is he? Sophomore. Okay. He's coming back. Honorable mention. Pac-12. Terrell Burgess. He's, go, he's going to the NFL. He's going to have a shot. He'll have a shot. Because he's going to the Combine. Javelin Guidry, who unfortunately is leaving us. Yeah. Uh, Devin Lloyd. Nick Ford. Coming back. Moala. Tafua. Umana. Look at so how many, awesome. how many guys is that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. 17 players are either on first, second, or honorable mention Pac-12. That's our squad this year. That's amazing. Come on. And we're still bitching. And people bitch about it. Fire everybody. <laughs> yeah, fire everyone. It's not good enough. What a... What a privilege it's been man this has been this is a great team by the way if anybody wants a printed off photo of this oh contact gary gary will send it to you he will (laughs) need to mount these and frame them but you got to send a check for like 50 bucks (laughs) so i can get my ink back (laughs) um final one final picture i've got anyway 
This is the Walter Camp All-Americans. This is just one of them, but it's a big one. Yeah. All-America. So this is not the Pac-12 anymore. This is, is it all, all of America? America? All, it says All-Americans. <laughs> Jalen Johnson. Very nice. He's he on the second, second team. team. I was going to say, he's second team. Second team All-American, junior, going to NFL. Yeah, he'll be drafted in the first three Jaylen rounds. Jalen Johnson. Also on the second team All-America, Lecky Fotu. Yep. The now the verb. Wow. You've been photoed. And first team All America, Bradley and I. That's awesome. That's this one, and you can find there these guys and these bunch of other. Oh, there were so many. It's I we can't even keep up with them. Other All American kind of thing, and some of the other guys are on there too. Uh-huh. Like I mentioned, Zach Moss is in some of the other guys All America teams. So, all time sack leader. It's uh, yeah. That's the perspective. I mean, there it is. There's the perspective. What a year. I think it's been fantastic. What a fun year. I mean, uh, it was a fun, fun year. Ups and downs, obviously. But overall, a lot of awesome, fun, exciting things to talk about. And watched a whole lot of NFL talent. And watched, watched a whole lot of wins. A lot of wins. Speaking of NFL, oh, yeah. who's going to win it? <clears throat> hey, I'll, I'll, I'll start here. The best part of it is that the freaking Patriots. Anybody can it. win it now. Now I'm excited to watch it. Hallelujah! Look, I hate. Look, that's exactly. Oh, I despise the Kansas City Chiefs, but now that the Patriots, are, even they could win it, and I'd be like, All right. I wouldn't be happy about it. But I'm not going to. But it's not the Patriots. Big deal. Pretty boy Brady's gone, and Mr. Belichick, he's out of. Oh, it. by the way, did you see <laughs> Billy Belichick losing his mind on the sideline? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, so I missed it. Anybody, Billy, hoodie. Belichick <laughs> with the cutoff sleeves. It's 40 below oh, zero. <laughs> yeah, kind of like what you got kinda, on right kinda, now. Yeah, but this is. This is a vest. It's, it's a not vest. a cutoff sweatshirt that Kay. he cut in his basement. That I did it myself with scissors. <laughs> that he, anyway. Hey, can I, before you go on, the dude has a hoodie on and then he has his, he- his headphones that. over his hoodie. How the freak do you hear? Well, I don't know. Let's find out. Try it. I'm going to try it. Okay. So. Bill, Billy, can yeah, you I can hear, hear it? Can you, he's oh the he's the master of like exploiting the rules, right? That's like he'll always been his shtick. He'll find some weird rule and exploit it. Well, this last game, Vrabel, who's the coach of Tennessee, Vrabel, baby. used to play for Billy Check, <laughs> Billy Dick Check. <laughs> he did the same thing. So there's like a, a weird rule that yeah, what was it? Star, I heard about it. What was so the you can t- time? Yeah, so they ran two minutes of, off the clock without even running a play because they took a. A, had a false start, and then ran 40 more seconds, and then they took a delay of game, which ran another 40 more seconds off the clock. Mm, well Plus, done. Yeah. So they ran all this, and Billy Belichick is losing his mind. What was funny, Belichick did the same thing earlier in the season. Of course. He did the same thing earlier in the year to someone else. It <laughs> happens to him, losing it. They lost. He if, got Billichecked by him. He did. He got Billichecked. He Billichecked himself. I was shocked like Tennessee that. won, by the way. Vrabel. I love it. Vrabel. Vrabel. Of course, I like Vrabel. I hated him when he was for... When he played, but, but as a coach. As a coach, the guy is... Yeah. I'm cheering I'm cheering for uh, the Ravens, personally. I would like to I see think the if the Seahawks won, it'd be really cool, because they got a bunch of Utah guys on there. Um, but I, what I about Carroll, though? Pete Carroll. I don't mind Pete Carroll. Really? No. And, Pete and, get and I love that Marshawn Lynch is back. Yeah. and he He's just doing nothing. I know, but he just doesn't care. He's out 
let's be honest. He's out smoking a blunt or two before the game, he's and probably, probably at halftime. Yeah, like on the sideline. <laughs> and then he comes in. Blunt, Skittles, and then he goes and runs for a touchdown. It's <laughs> a great combo. Kind of, no, yeah. what he needs is a blunt, some Skittles, and a, a Gary Axsmith cocktail. <laughs> Like then you wouldn't be able to. He, well, you couldn't stop the dude. What if you you can't mix he, a blunt with the freaking cocktail? You might. Yeah, I'll have to try it. I'm gonna give that a shot. <laughs> Just have your phone nearby or someone that can call nine one one when you cardiac arrest. Yeah. When it's so anyway, your time, who, who it's do your you t- want to win it? I don't care because now I can watch it because mm-hmm. the Patriots aren't in it. Yeah, it I don't really watch week. NFL that much, but. I just don't watch the Super Bowl because they're always in it, and I can't stand them. Can't stand them. If Bill Belichick Bill and Nick Saban had a boxing match, who would you want to win? And who would you want to knock the other I, one? I want to be the double knockout. You ever seen those before? <laughs> yes. Those are amazing. They, <laughs> yeah, some guy punch, boom, Simultaneous and they both go down. That's what go. I'm looking That's for. Perfect, you know, I probably ending. think I want Billy Belichick to win that. Nick Saban is so gross to me. But they're like the same. They're they're the same person. They're the same person because they both gross, do this weird, man. and then they whine about everything if they don't get That's their so way. True. That's true. They both were whining about officiating after yeah. they lost. Yeah, because they're crybabies. I just don't think it was very fair. Hey, Saban, shut your mouth. You know, go do your Affleck commercial let's, and shut up. Let's oh, get this I'm gonna to I'm happen. gonna vent on that here real quick. Okay, <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Take a look. There's the Himalayan rock. Let it fold. Okay, but okay, here's my point. It. Can you feel the ions I have coming a, your way? I have a major issue when I'm watching college football and there's a commercial for Dick Saban on on the TV for Aflac. He's making pro- money? He makes yeah. $10 million a year from the University of Alabama. Then he's able to go out to Aflac and probably make another couple mil to do their commercials. And the players can't make it make a yeah, dime it, without getting reported to it. the NCAA. That that does bug me. So I hope that that all gets fixed and everything. Mm, but interesting point. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the uh, the the Minnesota New Orleans game yeah. today at all? Yeah, that was offensive pass interference. By the way, that was it, ha- they got screwed again. The Saints got screwed. Here's my problem. And they didn't even review. They, you, that's the point. That's why they bring in this. Rule. They bring in the rule because of last year's screw up. And then they they just go. We're not going to review it. The guy stiff-armed him. Yeah. But let me, tell me. And I was cheering for the Saints. Tell me if I need to repent. Tell me if I need to (laughs) repent. Because I'm watching the game, and Taysom Hill played freaking good. No, you know what, man? And he made some plays. He made some All sorts of plays. And I'm just going, and I got to say, and this is where I'm, my confession, I was cheering for the dude. I was too. Wow. I was thinking. I was too. How far you've come. Do I need to repent? But man? it's weird because I watch a game and it's Kyle Van Noy. I still hate the guy. Oh, no. I hate his it's, guts. It's Sorensen, the place with the Chiefs. I still hate the oh, guy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but then Taysom goes out and makes some plays and I'm going, well, I actually kind of like watching him. It's kind of funny to me, though. They, he was the quarterback at BYU. He's not a quarterback now. He's an everything guy. Maybe that's why you can cheer for him. I don't know. I don't know. I like it, but maybe, maybe if he was their quarterback and was having success, that might bug me. But the guy just makes plays. I kind of enjoy watching him, honestly. I got Here's a question him. I got for you. First of all, let me make this statement to all you people out there. Come on over to the dark side and become a Raiders fan because they're coming to, to Vegas. <laughs> they're gonna be they're gonna be playing in the in the Dark Star or whatever that Death, thing. Death Star. The Death Star. Dark Star. <laughs> Look, I'm wearing silver and black right silver now. Silver and black? I got so are you. I got silver it's and black on. Oh my what God. the heck? We've all got silver and black. 
How it's does that happen? It's ingrained it's in it's you, dude. So Raiders, weird. people. Look, they're they're gonna. It's gonna happen. We're coming back. Just become a Raiders fan. The Death Just Star five hours away in Vegas. Be, be, become a part of it. Become a part of it. I hope so. Come on, come on. The black hole does travel. They'll be there. We'll be there. Okay. If, if you know anybody that can get us discount tickets, please hit me up. Now I know you. <laughs> yeah. Please. If if Pretty Boy decides he's a free agent, leaves. Leaves, you know, Billy check and the Patriots. Say, don't, say the Raiders. Don't even no, say he's it. not going to the Raiders. Say the Raiders somehow brought him over. He's could not. Could you stomach that? First of all, yeah, I could. <laughs> oh, but no. here's the: it's never going to happen because he's got two years left, and he's going to go to a team that can win. The Raiders. Yeah. it's not the Raiders. I, there's a couple teams out there that he, I could see it happening. We're all in silver and black. How did yeah, we are. Giselle will never move to Vegas because it's too toxic. I oh, can that's see where Giselle here's should the, be. Here's the problem: <laughs> he could, I could very easily two teams, the Colts. I could see him going to the Colts. No, yeah, they've got young talent. They've he's, got a bad defense. He's actually going to stay. That's my plus. They they're, they're indoors, but L.A. Chargers. They've got talent everywhere, and then they got a quarterback who throws it like a twelve-year-old on the playground. You think he's done? He's gone? I don't know. Yeah, Out of Chargers? Probably. I think he could go to the Chargers, though, which would suck. But he's like 49 Goober. years old. He thinks Goober's gone. I think Go- Goober's done. Yeah. I think his days are done. I do, too. That's a whole different podcast, though. The NFL. Yeah, hey, whatever. Oh, man. We, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll do an NFL podcast. <laughs> yeah, you'll... It's listen. a playoffs roll along. I'm sure you want to hear that. I'm sure you want uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're, you know, some great in-depth analysis... Calling everybody morons. Well, uh, we might, we'll do some. At. No, we'll do some episode. I mean, Utah basketball is going on right Dang, now. They're and doing if, well. If you haven't noticed, they are doing well for the I youngest mean, team in the in the conference and one in the country. They're one of the youngest teams. I yeah. honestly thought we would not win a game this year. And then they beat. <laughs> and we've had some of the most fun Kentucky, games, brother. Beat Kentucky. No, that BYU game was that the was funnest beautiful. game I've ever been at. Funnest Utah basketball ever. So maybe we'll, you know, maybe we'll do a. We'll do a podcast if, if, depending on how the youth basketball team does, and then if spring ball comes, we'll do some some stuff about that. Hey, who's the dude that plays um, for the Zoobs that is skinny and all of them and and white? white. All of them. (laughs) But I'm talking like Salamander White. Oh, what's his name? What is his name? The guy that yelled. Everybody knows anywhere. It's not Haas, is it? No, 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 no. (laughs) Haas? Is that no? What what is the guy's name? Why can I? Because I don't. I try to forget them, so I have. But the shut the f up guy. Yeah, the guy hurt his yeah. ankle. Shut the f up. And then he went elders corn the next day. Uh, I'm looking at his picture right now. <laughs> he looks like my elders corn president. Okay, but what I'm saying is he is so freaking white. He's he's you trans- don't even know if his tights or his legs. He's or his legs are. It's unbelievable. You can't tell the difference between his legs and his tights. I know. He's so it's freaking Haas. white. Is it T.J. Haas? Yeah, is that right? Brin, That's what I said. Number thirty. I don't. I don't know. Everyone knows who I'm talking yeah, about. He's, he's translucent. I mean, you can see through him. Like I was salamander. watching the game, and from my angle, the you must is straight s- across. <laughs> when he was in front of me, I could see the must right through him. He's so white, <laughs> and his his it's just unreal. <laughs> I don't know. How did we get there? I don't know. Okay. How do we get anywhere? What else do we have? Do we have? We're okay, that's it. Except we have the Dick Award. Dick which Award. We won't oh. But do we have any final? Let's yeah, just hold on. We're gonna Dick. We've said this before. 
like, subscribe, do all the stuff that you yeah, do. Come on. Leave a comment. Leave you know a review on iTunes. It helps us out. All that sort of stuff. So I'll just say that. Um, a couple of you have. It's been appreciated. So keep going. Now, the most important thing, the dick of the year. This is not just a week. Yeah, this, it, you're right. Dick, dick of, of the, the year. season. Which is a big dick. Seasonal dick. <laughs> I got to think that one through, Brent. Seasonal dick? Seasonal dick? I think yeah. I saw that at... at so, at 7-Eleven, it comes with pills or something. <laughs> Do you know I saw Rhino Rhino Horn or whatever it was? At a place? Where did you buy it this time? What the freak? It was, it's some freaking, I guess it made it way to Utah. Rhino, Rhino Horn. Hey, there's a, we can get a sponsor there. Yeah, can we, get, we, we want Mountain Dew, Carhartt, and Rhino, Rhino Horn, Horn is going to be our, our sponsor. Great. So what it could be is the Dick Award is sponsored by Rhino Horn. Perfect. I'll, I'll email them. <laughs> email and see if we can get it. Um, okay, here's the Dick Award. And it goes to the Oregon Ducks, who from here on out now is the Oregon Dicks. And it's not because they beat us in the championship game. No, Fair and square. They, they kicked the butt. Yeah, they kicked they, our butts. They played better. They, they were better. They beat us. They get the Dick Award because they lost to freaking Arizona I State. I still cannot fathom how did this how happen? they lost to Arizona State. Those dicks, <laughs> I can't fathom it. After watching them, watching them play USC, watching them play uh-huh. us, watching them play Wisconsin. Wisconsin. What the? F- and they lose Arizona State. And the reason they're the dicks is because by them losing that game. Screwed us. It screwed us because if they win that game, the worst we get is the Rose Bowl. Therefore, they're the, they get the dick. I, I, yeah, I'm with you. They, they would have been in the championship. They would have gone into the, the playoff. The, the playoffs. And we would have gone to the Rose Bowl. We go to the Rose Bowl. Much like, I mean, or if we would have beat them, we go we, to the playoff. Right. Much like, I mean, you look at the other. It was a win-win, but those losers. Look at, okay, so the ACC, prime example. Clemson played Dinko in Virginia. Okay. <laughs> Dinko's team got shellacked. Well, but because because Clemson was so freaking good, they go to the playoffs. So then, freaking Virginia goes to the Peach Bowl or whatever it was. No, it was the Orange Bowl. It would have been the same scenario for us. Mm -hmm. And I think Utah would have been a lot more inspired. It would have been a lot more fun. Oh, absolutely. And I would have been able to go to the freaking Rose Bowl. We would except for the Oregon Dicks. Oregon Dicks. I got seasonally screwed by the Oregon Dicks. That's it. So they get the seasonal dick. Seasonal dick. Ute fans, stop. Stop targeting your anger on other Utah fans. Let's target it toward the Oregon Dicks. Okay? There you go. That's my that's my message I leave with you. By the you. way, I lived in Oregon. I think everybody knows that. Their fans are dicks. Exactly. Yeah, so they, finally, the so award f- goes to where it should go. It, it, oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Worst fans I've seen in they the are. Pac-12. They're, they're the worst fans, I think, that I know of. And I'm not saying all of them. There were some nice people, but there no, were some 97% really rude people. Anyways, target all your anger towards them because yeah. they screwed us over. They screwed us. They get the dick. Well, well, happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. It's been I a great good. season. I, I feel good. good. I love this team. I'm going to miss all these players. Next yeah. year, I know people are freaking out, but you know what? There's talent on that squad. Maybe some inexperience. We got talent. We'll get into that in the, we in get the spring. We'll start talking there about some guys, some stuff. There's some guys, though. I'm, I'm just going to say right here, there are some guys in the program that have been here that are coming that are really, really, really talented. Yeah. Um, and with this coaching staff, I, I, I'm i really excited. I think it, it'll it'll play its way out, or itself out. We'll talk about that. But, hey, Utah fans, it's great to be a Ute, isn't it? 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Go Utes.